to be continued, a fanboy podcast. Please follow us on Twitter and Facebook. You can also catch us on the various platforms such as iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and to be continued, a fanboypodcast.com. Don't forget to like and subscribe. To be continued is an adult podcast for adults by adults. We may talk about superheroes, sci-fi, comic books, and all sorts of similar crap like that, but we may use adult and frank language when we do so. This is not a podcast for kids, brothers and sisters. Enjoy. Welcome back. All right. This is to be continued a fanboy podcast. May not learn anything. You stick around. You just might have some fun. We have a lot of fun here today in Pancake Studios. We're I'll doing s- a Pacino off. Is that you? And I'm going to grab we? this mic right now. <laughs> and I'm going to see on a strut. He got a strut. He's strutting. He's it's coming down the lane. man, a podcast. Ah! <laughs> A podcast. Oh, a, a big man. We got a we got a one-eyed Asian in the house, and everybody's wondering how the fuck did that happen? <laughs> this is to be continued, a fanboy podcast covering your fanboy passions. You may not learn anything, but if you stick around, you just may have some fun. We are having a Pacino off here at Pancake Studios. I'm I'm not gonna lie, Ed looks like an agent of Shield now. <laughs> fuck! Right. Well, we have a story about that. Segway. <laughs> Segway. Uh, Where have we been for two months? We've been and for two months here at the, the podcast that covers all of your fanboy passions. I'm Miguel Alejandro Velez, one of your hosts, as and always, joined by. And I'm Edward Ding here, here at Pancake Studios with Jonathan Vergara. Thank you. Thank you. Our yes. producer. Now, yes. uh. uh Produce a mo- with the mostest. Uh, we have been away for a while to the point that we have de-evolved into Pacinoites, apparently. <laughs> uh, uh, we've been away since our last show, which was our Richard Donner uh, mm. retrospective show, which was close to two months uh, ago. A lot uh, has happened. A lot has happened in a the world. Is uh, we're New Yorkers, uh, for those of you out there who are maybe regular listeners who don't know. And we got hit by Hurricane Ida. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, Ed I and I, uh, John, were you here in the city or you were already gone by that? I was gone before that. You were gone before that. Okay, so, so, where, so where, it started actually with me. Where I, were you at? The Lone Stars. The Lone Star State. Lone Star. Right. The stars are bright, are shining tonight. Oh, Lone we have a big man Deep here. in the heart of Texas. Wait, well, Lone Star, that's, uh, that's the name of that character from Spaceballs. That's a good movie. I would always wanted to. I like Bill Brooks. Pullman. I would have to Mel tell Brooks. you, it's one. Look, I know we're not political, but it's one of the few states that uh, thinks they could machine gun the virus. Yeah, I was uh. just about to say. I was about to get into that, but like, so you went, you you went way before before. Yeah, exactly. So the sabbatical started with me. So I had to take uh, about two weeks two weeks off, and then right before I got back, the flood happened. Well, hold on. I'll one up on you on that. Yeah. At the end of July, I started seeing a dark, and this is right after well, the actually, it uh, right after him. It started with me. <laughs> no, right well, after, you know what? On, yes, no, Ed. So it does start with you because literally that was our I last podcast. This, I remember and here, and you. So and I thought you were not making a big deal we're about still it. Still making it. Like the thick of, this is a, we're still in the thick of, thick of the summer, right? This is the end of July. I see a dark spot in the um, on the corner of my left eye. And it just, within days, it just got bigger and bigger. And I mentioned these guys coming out of the Donner show. 
Um, yeah, you're like, hey guys, like I'm having I'm having worried. some issues with my eye, which worried the hell out so, of me. So, but uh, Ed is like, my wife t- takes a takes a uh, um, never a wants to worry trip, anybody, and she comes back and I tell her I'm like I need to see a doc- uh, an eye doctor, and I go in and they go, oh you have a detached retina. Jesus Christ! All right, you, we we need to send you immediately to. And you a got all that taken care of now. Did you ever figure out what, what might cause? have done it? Well, they're, they're saying because I listen. I have I'm I've, I'm nearsighted. Uh, uh, so it's a, an issue with myopia. Per, perhaps maybe it's my age. I think it's because I was doing some uh, some some home improvement stuff and I knocked my head. You might have hit yourself uh, not even, somewhere, yeah. and who knows? Uh, who knows what it was? Um, I, and uh, thank you to. My retina specialist and surgeon, Doctor Ian Chen, for patching me up. I he did put a, a, an oil in my eye that has to be removed somewhere sometime in, in mid November, and after that, that's going to be another uh, couple of weeks of, of recovery. And what people and don't move on. One yeah, and what people don't understand is that Ed is doing like you know Ed's married. He's got a kid. Got he's, a doing house. Home, he's, got, he's doing construction <laughs> work. He had he's doing this construction work. We got flooded. Um, oh just, my god! Yeah, he, his, Ed's basement, which he has spent a lot of time doing. Can I know? tell you about the flood? So <laughs> that day, now the flood hit. What like three flood? weeks ago? Two three weeks ago, right? Yeah, about three, almost almost four now. Yeah. yeah. Now today is September 29th. With the with the tail end of September. Three weeks ago, we got hit by a hurricane, and pretty much Here most of New York, most of New York, if you have a basement, you got flooded. Okay, Miguel got flooded. I, I got live flooded. in a basement. I live in a basement apartment, right. and holy crap! So, uh, my bed, my wife and I, we have a bedroom in our basement, and I, I want, I'm, I'm ready to to turn in. And I'm sitting on the couch in the front of, front part of the basement, and I hear, <laughs> and I get up immediately, and I the whole back part of my basement is flooded, and it's not it's like about maybe um, uh, an inch of water that just keep that just keeps <laughs> on coming. We have gotten uh, maybe as, as far as what the meteorologists tell us, it's a once in a lifetime storm. It was yeah, it was supposed to be. It'd be it's just the fact that in a very short period, because it really is only like a four to six hour period where we just got hit with so much water. It, it people uh, like some people have died. What, some people drowned in their right. actually basement apartments. Like I had, um, I happen to live a, you know, Ed lives in uh borough park. I live in sunset park, not too far from We're just him. blocks from each other. And I live up on a very large hill. So like, like let me put it this way. We're actually where I live. I'm not that far. I could walk to water from where I live, go right down Fourth Avenue, you know, Third Avenue, you know, Avenue too, and be right there on the water. Even if biblical level of like level of sea rise happens, I'm probably still good. Sunset Park is the highest natural point in Brooklyn. Yeah, it's like so. I don't get floods. I don't get flooded like that where the water accumulates outside and comes in through your doors or whatever. That's not usually what happens. This time, it just it just it just sat over us for like like I said four to six hours, and just every you know, if water could flow into a place, it got overwhelmed and flooded out over that. So we're, it went through the cracks in the foundation. It went through people's backyards. It went through broken drains. It went. It was just, and there was like I got that alert on my phone on my cell phone because that's what you know. And I was like ten thirty at night, and I get the first alert. And my phone was charging across the um, across the room, right? 
So suddenly the alert goes off and, you know, it, it's a pain in the ass. It's not going to go off until you, you know, it's like they want you to know, hey, we've got a flash flood alert. So I was like, get up, see it. Okay, flash flood, shut it off, go back to sleep. 20, 30 minutes later, it goes off again. In the And I had just gone back to sleep, like closed my eyes. When it went off again, from that 20, 30 minute period, Gosh. I get out of my bed, feet right. hit the floor and it's water. And it, it's, God. it is, it is close to ankle deep. Yeah. And it just, and they, like, no matter what I tried, it was like, we, I was doing a whole, like, I got buckets up against the foundation. I got this, I'm draining into the, and then finally it was just like, after like an hour, hour and a half of that, it was like, it's not stopping. I'm not doing anything. This just has to drain out through the main, like, sewage drain. And that's it. So we've, there are a lot of crap going there's, on. There's um, a lot going on. And again, so. And but I just want to say also to uh, John's point, going back okay. to Ed's eye, is that you said that he kind of looks like a. Kind of like a, an off off shelf uh, <laughs> off shelf Nick Fury. The other day, Ed oh, dropped shit. by my place, um, a, 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 like a week ago, two weeks ago, and I forget what it was that you were giving me or I was giving you. And we were in the front of my, we were in the front of the place where I live, and so he comes, he's got the eye patch, and I just happened to have my Iron Fist shirt on. And I was like, you know, if anyone took a, if anyone took a picture of this right now, they'd be like, like, what is, what is this off-brand this is, Avengers this is, bullshit that's happening right now? We're we got, talking about multiverse, multiverse. Got, exactly. We got, we got uh, Asian Nick Fury and Hispanic Iron Fist. <laughs> I actually was, I was joking to Ed. I was just like, what if, like, if someone we looked at each other, we were like, up and down, up and down, <laughs> and we're like. This there's a joke here, right? There's a joke you know? here. Well, it, what I, my joke was like, it looks like you're the local community Nick Fury, <laughs> and like I and like and like I like I just moved in, and uh, there's an Iron Fist I'm T-shirt. Governor Nick Fury. Yeah, I'm just it's just like and there's like an Iron Fist T-shirt, and I go like, what's this? And you come in, and it's like, yeah, you're you're Iron Fist now. What, what do you mean? Yeah, you're just you're just Iron Fist now. You're, you're Luke Cage. He, he lives in Bensonhurst. We'll hook you up. Don't worry about it. It's a whole thing. I'm the assistant regional manager. Exactly. I'm the assistant regional <laughs> shield director. Now, the eye patch, it's not because I can't see. I see perfectly. The, 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 what's in my eye magnifies things by three times. And I have bad vision to begin with. And my prescription has just not been updated. Mm. So it's really, my vision has been really wonky. So the first two weeks... Was just like I'm gonna. I'm sitting in the in the corner of the room in the basement, yeah. in, in my home theater, and just watching Always stuff. So I'm the going through, yeah, d- uh, watching stuff on YouTube, Venture Brothers, and um, yeah. So we've oh my been, God. so so that's what we've been doing is a sort of in this weird hibernation of watching a lot of weird weirdo crap and just going on about it. We we for, we forgot because we're not going to do that show until the second half. Oh of that my season God! Drops. But we were. We were on He-Man for a bit that was just we, like... We invented a whole new language of like Battle just, Cat says. Just Battle Cat. It, we were just doing He-Man. Battle Cat. <laughs> because every single line in that old cartoon is for Battle Cat is just Battle Cat says He-Man and then describes what like, everyone is seeing. I'm hungry, He-Man. No, no, it's more like, He-Man, He-Man. the dragons are up on the mountain. He-Man. Why? <laughs> Why, yes, Battle Cat. It's like, yes, yes, Battle Cat. That, yeah. and we also notice that he-Man has a very particular way of speaking. He-Man is... And Balcat is just Captain Obvious to the max, right? It's just like, He-Man! And you almost get the sense that He-Man has that Zen voice because he just can't handle it. He's like, here we go again. Yes, Battlecat. <laughs> <laughs> and we've been, we've been trying to plan out... Of, there's, a, listen, there's a bunch of things coming up along the way. We got, uh, st- we got movies. We've got 007, Star Wars He-Man, Transformers. What you know, if... 
what Cowboy Bebop, which uh, Dune, oh my God, yes, Star Dune. Wars Visions, yeah, Sandman, uh, Hawkeye. There's uh, just so no much home. crap to talk about and get to, and yeah. we've so we are over. two months behind. We we're do a little, we're a little month, and uh, also uh, we've got some stuff that we have to um, that dropped recently that is a a, a, a bit so. This episode is going to concentrate on the fact that Shang-Chi, Marvel, Marvel's latest uh, release for the big screens, has finally hit. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's been a In a, a big while. way, too. In a big way. In a big way. It, 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 there are many people who say that this movie has helped to launch a bunch of other films that otherwise maybe the studios would have been more re- resistant to put out there. Um, you know, the fact that Die Another Day is coming out, I think, has to do with the fact that Shang-Chi was able to make... Uh, bank the way it is mm. now um, for some I, very obvious reasons for like and I'll, I'll just get this out of the way okay a budget of 100 between 150 and, and, and 200 so are we we're officially starting the Shang-Chi discussion are we are we are you officially starting the Shang-Chi well, discussion what do you want to start man I are mean, you officially starting the Shang-Chi discussion I am asshole. officially starting <laughs> the Shang-Chi discussion okay Asshole. Yeah. Well, we, we don't want to. We, we don't. And for some reason, Optimus, we went from Optimus Prime. My hands on the podcast, by the way, the A word. I don't. What, whatever, man. <laughs> I mean, we said worse things. We but said we're worse things. But we're saying it like 10 times now. You know? Right. Okay. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Don't, don't worry. We're, we're moving on. Moving on from there. That's from the no, tip because, of the iceberg. Uh, I just want to know what I can That's and cannot say. That's the tip say. of the iceberg. And now man. that I know. That's the tip of the iceberg. It is an adult show. It is an adult show. Exactly. Now, oh, yeah, we, that's, right. now that's the other thing is that. You're not going to learn anything. Asshole. <laughs> that should be our new. There's your cold open. <laughs> Poor Kevin Spacey. Poor Kevin Spacey. Yes, we we, oh, we as, I feel part so of, bad. Part of for us being guy. in our hibernation before we get into Shang Chi is the fact that we we started jumping. It was Battle Cat to Optimus Prime a to on. for whatever reason the past couple of days we have just been doing Pacino. So if Pacino, Optimus Prime, or Battle Cat pops up in the middle of this discussion, you're gonna know why now. <laughs> and now we begin officially getting into Shang Chi, and I I will cede the floor to Ed for this very specific reason. Everyone knows this is Marvel's Asian Black Panther, and I think I think we really should get the of view of a, of, a, of, of a fan like Ed, you know, because in the same way that you would want, you know, it's a shame that we did our Black Panther show and we didn't have Al Pacino. Exactly. Anyway, <laughs> I cede the floor to you, Ed. Just, Please give us all right. Just to get it out of the way, with a budget of uh, in, in, in between one fifty and two hundred million dollars, it is as of this day box office. Uh, gross, three hundred sixty-four point uh, three million dollars, and that is, um, and that that just goes a lot to say um, compared to the strategy of what DC, uh, Warner Brothers, what they've been doing with their stuff, right? Yeah, because the whole releasing online this, and stuff. Yeah. Now, now there's been a comparison between this and Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad, the second uh, Suicide Squad, uh, directed by Tim Gunn, which was is considered a box office flop. But that said, again, HBO Max and Warner Brothers, they were they've been releasing their stuff in the sort streaming. of streaming. Streaming day and date and in theaters some of the stuff too. Yeah, right? well and along so- and theaters and streaming. And that said, like that that just invites uh, piracy, it invites all sorts of mm-hmm. other issues. There they it's it's basically building up one aspect but cannibalizing from another, but with understandable reasons with the pandemic. And, and, and compared to Shang-Chi, this is completely, and it doesn't release until um, 
in the theaters until November. I'm not even sure what the date was. Theater? You mean th- you mean streaming? Uh, I'm sorry, it's streaming. Yeah, yeah. It, this, streaming it doesn't it doesn't hit till I think a little later on. And this is was also different than what they did with Black Widow, right? Black Widow was yeah, only Black a Disney Widow, Plus release, yeah. right? Uh, Black Widow, I think that or it was it, Disney Plus first and then trickled into theaters. I want to say it came out. Yeah, maybe maybe like a difference of like a few days in a se- separate mm. in separate. And that probably but also there, set them up for what they were going to do with Shang Chi. Yeah, there's so there was lot, just there was just a lot of these uh, studios just feeling the waters and there, just trying to test that. There's a lot to be said about releasing theater first, stream, and then streaming after, as yeah. far as revenue. Yeah, yeah. and uh, but at the same time, mm-hmm. with streaming being so big, I guess that that is also that you know it's we, everyone wants to shit on everyone for whatever the decisions are that's going on in Hollywood right now. But I none of no, us everyone's are, trying to figure they're it out. Just, yeah. where everyone's muddling through. So. Now that said, okay, with Chang Chi being a very much a relatively an unknown character, no one mm-hmm. knows. No one knows who Chang Chi is in the, in, the, in the wider audience. Even me, for some, even for someone like me. But to me, I'm like, oh, thank goodness, because I kind of get a reset of Iron Fist. You know what I mean? <laughs> Actually, no, we're going to talk yeah, about we're, that. We're, we're yes. going to get into that. But like for me, who's 100%. Like really disappointed with one like real martial art kung fu character. And now you get another and one. And now I'm going to get another one that I hope and I pray is a lot better. Yeah, we're going to spoil a lot here for, because for, for, action, for John because John hasn't seen it. The action sucked in, <laughs> well, in Iron Fist. Everything in Iron sucked Fist. in Iron Fist. I am the Iron Fist. I am the Iron Fist. Yeah, you know? uh, so you have the bad marketing going. You have, oh, oh I'm, I'm sorry, the unknown quantities. You have the bad marketing going. Um, for Pete's sake, the biggest star in this movie, yeah. okay, to, to, to a West The Nordic's. lead is the third less, least known character Aquafina, the star of Nor from, uh, from Queens. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, actually, the tier would be, I would think, okay. is Michelle Yeoh, Tony Lung, then Aquafina, and no, then well, Simu. But that's what I'm saying. It's like from <laughs> to an audience to a Western audience in America. Right, yeah. People would know Aquafina. Barely. Bit, well. Barely. She's not. She's not even. I wouldn't put Aquafina in terms of pop culture. She's not. E- she. She is now na- because of this. She's going to be huge. Let's just but say that. Let's just she say this, wasn't even quite Rebel Wilson level. Well, honestly. Well, let's just say this. Because of this movie, I am now a fan of Nora from Queens. Okay. <laughs> let's just say that. Prior to that, this Aqu- Aquafina was, um, a, if anything, a deterrent for for, for you me wanting to watch right. this movie, right? Um, but now, but now, so it's, but again, the, 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 the star, the main star is like third tier yeah. uh, in terms of like famousness. And so, and it is a so hell of a game. There were a lot of things, uh, that were just against this movie. So this is being branded as sort of like the little movie that could, the little <laughs> Disney movie that yeah, could. Yeah. And I, again, it, I, Simu, we're getting into some off, but Simu had that whole, we're the underdog and it's like. The underdog backed by Marvel and Disney is a little, but no, at the same time, you're right. You are 100% right. It's an an unknown character. It's an Asian character. It had these stumbling blocks. And I would say that because it is a, you know, as you have, you're branding it as an Asian's uh, Black Panther of sorts. How how do you feel? I have to say, well, I have to say, I have, I have very, very complex thoughts about that. That said, the p the the um the pr that was going on so i don't know if most of you may or may not have realized what bob chapek the, there's a little bit of a a social media thing going on between bob chapek and simu right simu Liu had uh 
who's very outspoken in his in pretty much in what he's he does. been very very active vocal. online always. Yeah. He's always been active online. And so he had responded to something that Bob Chapek had said. Bob Chapek, the new CEO, uh, to succeed um, Bob um, Bob Iger, Iger for Disney, said, "Oh, you know, uh, Shang Chi is an experiment, right?" Simu took that. I guess from what we got is that no, we are not an experiment. We are the underdogs. We are this and that. I don't have the exact social media quote. He was he 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 took umbrage at sort of the what he thought was ex, a very dismissive, especially in a post Black Panther Correct. world. You know, in a post Black Panther, post Wonder Woman, post Captain Marvel, we're really going to give you guys a shot. Don't f it up. You yeah, know, and kinda, it's like, and it's yeah, yeah, and it, yeah, and it's like, um. Dude, of all, are you? Yeah, thank you, Mr. Now, Privilege. Yeah. <laughs> uh, bad, bad, pre- bad media, bad media uh, press. You know, it's still good. You know. Yeah. Now you said okay, so the we we had all the stuff going before. You got to see the movie before I did. Um, and I and you know here's the thing, I went with my wife, my my son, oh, yeah, this my, is son's, my son's my son's yeah. best friend, her, uh, my son's best friend's mother. And my, my, and my and my mother, and, the whole family wanted to watch and it. Ed is not married to a white woman. Let's just let's just point this out. Ed is his family. Well, your, your whole family is more Chinese. I'm not married to a movie uh, like a moviegoer. <laughs> right. Okay. okay. On top of that, she's not a. I guess she's a not a deliberate movie. fan yeah. of yeah. of the genre. Okay. And she said specifically, Jennifer said, "I want to see this movie." Okay. And it has that really it resonates with that same response of. Oh, crazy rich Asians! I gotta see this movie because it it gives it puts us in a very different light than how the rest of the world sees Asians, right? That said, you're very hardworking. <laughs> let me give you a story that my father. No, no, no. Um, this is not obviously it's not crazy rich Asian, crazy rich Asian, crazy rich Asians. However, um, I do get a feel that. Um, uh, that this represents, um, you know, us in a very different fashion to Hollywood, and it it has that it's being branded as that movie that's going to put us in a very different pedestal, especially now with, for, with, with how I it think, does how it's performed. And I performed. do think that that is, and I have you know not to speak up for people whose voices and experiences I don't have. However, I've talked to some people online about this stuff, and some of the some you know there there are. A lot of uh, Asian fans, comic book fans, movie fans, who um, pointed out before Shang-Chi that said, you know, I don't know how I really feel about this because unlike, you know, when you look at African-Americans and the African diaspora throughout the world, okay, especially for America, everyone here speaks English, so it's not like African-Americans are going to have a lot of affinity for say um i forget what it's called in nigeria and some of these other countries where like they have a booming film industry but of course it's in it's not usually in it's not always in english whereas if you were a chinese american this is not a this is not a case of like shang chi is a revelation it's like I've seen this my whole life from not only Hong Kong action flicks, but mainland Chinese action flicks with supernatural and, powers, and, right? And that, and, and that is the thing about... And about there have been really good uh, a- Asian-American hits, like uh, uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. But here's the thing. was a big hit. You, know? you, you uh, just pointed something, that, and that's the key word, Asian-American, right? Simu is Asian-American. Aquafina is Asian-American. 
I am Asian American. And th- th- there's a, so um, I have to go back to, to a, uh, a YouTuber that I do follow, um, which if you love cinema and if you love Asian cinema, go follow this guy, uh, Accented, um, um, Accented Cinema. So uh, he's a, uh, um, this guy, he, he does commentary on a lot of uh, Asian cinema in particular. And uh, he had one particular, um, this recent YouTube on this particular movie on Shang-Chi and Legend of Ten, uh, Legend of Ten Rings. And it was, enti- it was titled um, Perpetual Foreigner. So the whole idea right, is right, revolved right. around the uh, what it means to be Asian American, right? Us Asian Americans were were very caught in between worlds. I mean, this is something yeah. that just resonates. It's a theme. It's very thematic to those of us who um, es- our parents communism. Who, well, no, uh, or, or anyone who just you know you you come uh, from a, a a particular place in Asia and you you place you make your roots here. You're not. You're never Listen, recognized as just. You're not American. Asian, nor are you American. It's a terrible. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's you're in be- you're no, in the, you're in a place of just yeah. like limbo, right? This exists with uh, very African Americans. Very too, common yeah. with 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 diaspora. Now, African Americans, they, they you guys suffer something very uh, very different, right? Because no, but it's I systematic mean, systematic racism. Sure, right? sure. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not trying to compare right. or contrast oh, between yeah, Asians right. and African Americans, but only that. They always go by African American, not just American. Correct. Correct. You know. Well, there's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. the uh, like you but said. We, the we, we 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 have what it, like a rejection from all sides, and mm-hmm. this is just about finding your identity. What does it really mean? Now, right. In this day and age, you know, Asian Americans, you know, um, there are plenty of us there who who have who have enjoyed and the new plenty of success and the rise of uh, Asian hate, the rise Asian of Asian hate, hate. Uh, uh, violence, yeah, right? Yeah. Exactly, which is concurrent with our current pandemic. Yeah. Now. What this movie does and what um, this particular YouTuber, Accented Cinema, he brings up the question. Now, here you have Shang-Chi, this particular movie. It does, uh, some, of the, it does some job at humanizing Asian Amer- uh, uh, us Asian Americans, but it also exoticizes yeah. uh, us at the same time. And how do we feel about that, right? And That's I told Miguel when I came out, I said, he asked oh, yes, me, yes, you're he cool. wanted to know, well, what do you think of it? And I said straight up, I said, I came... Dude, I came out of super Asian Star Wars, Harry Potter, Marvel movie. <laughs> That's what I came out of. That said, uh, it does a great job. Some of the some of the best fights I've ever seen on cinema ever. And I mean, like it's it's not just one particular style. It's not wire foo. You you see wire foo. They you run see, the gamut. They, they run, the, run gamut, the gamut. Right. Yeah. Um, but the last final act takes place in this really in spoilers. In this magical, uh, uh, and other dimensional, other dimensional le- Asian world, world, right? With magical dragons, stuff that we've seen on calendars, man. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what, dragons, you know, lions, like it, it's just it's it's completely. So you're saying a Xi Jinping wet dream, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but again, like I don't know how to identify with that. Like, well, what does that mean? Like, that, what does that mean for me? I don't know. Like, so now that said, there's a lot of. Um, uh, it's very complex, uh, and did it? Did I feel slighted Shit. as an Asian American? I wouldn't say not necessarily because it did a, a very, um, a very it, good this job. Is interesting, at, Ed. You're, you know, you're sounding a lot more gray than like you initially sounded initially. Well, it's not one or the other, right? It's right, like yeah. it does a great job at at um, but you at humanizing, have, right? Right. Um, but but that exoticism time. thing sticks in your craw a little bit. Well, think about it. So, w- 
um, accented cinema gets, gets in this. There is a, um, uh, um, uh, uh, I forget her name, the Anime West, is, is that her name? The classical, um, there's this black and white uh, classical Asian American actress, I think Anime Wong. Oh, yes, 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 right? yes, yeah. And she was very much raised here and then who had uh, some small to success, visit. but she couldn't make it in America. Iconic small success, right? Yeah. She's very iconic, right? And for someone like her, she was exoticized. Well, let's let's give of, some let's give some some a little bit of background is sure. that we're talking about the 1930s and like correct. 30s and early 40s right, here. The war, it's and pre-war. The, well, it's pre-war and anime is she she was a a known quantity, but but a la Bruce Lee's years in America, mm-hmm. same thing. It was she was never going to be allowed the opportunities to pursue certain things that right. because she was Chinese, yeah. and it's just and it was just uh, um, it eventually um, a, a sad note in Hollywood's history, which is basically you know systematic systematic racism and and just being not being able to for certain all Asians of these to, people, yeah, blunting and, all and, these and, lives. And, yeah. But at the same time, it's given careers to. The James Hongs, the yes. the Rick Youngs, the, the Makos, the Makos, right? Yes. You know, um, now I know I know there are plenty. I, uh, I I do know some Asians who are who feel shame because of that of of that particular uh, um, um, that particular history in in Hollywood's history, right? You know, well, or or as you you know, um, we had you told me that you some you don't have to name names. Mm-hmm. But you said that you had some friends that you were somehow James Hong came up in some discussion, correct? And they basically one of your friends. Oh said, my gosh, I, that guy! Yeah, that guy right. should be ashamed of everything that he did. Now yeah. James Hong is, is, has had an illustrious career. Is, yeah, you can say it sucks that he had to do all those roles that could very much be in the stereotype. At the same time, that mother effer worked, and is now and him. Uh, Carrie, Carrie Ogawa, okay. George Takai, George Takai, you know, a, you know uh, Mako who passed, they all ascended to a level of like, they're in the pantheon of, of you know, fans, the culture, everything else. Don't forget about Jackie Chan. Or, well, well, we're going to. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. But it is the sort of thing, but you know. He uh, broke it, down a lot of doors. He, he did, he did, but it goes but at in. at the same time. It, he, <laughs> at the same time, he also worked towards those stereotypes, but, which is. But he did like. You know, put put a lot of things on the well, scene. Well, the simple a lot fact of that he was a scene, that he was a uh, that he was a Chinese worldwide and star, and he was loved, and, be, and yeah. a, a worldwide star. We're yeah. not just like it wasn't just that Jackie Chan had big hits in China, some hits in America, and then the rest of the world didn't care. I mean, every, see, you go to Timbuktu, everyone knows Jackie Chan. When but it comes as to, it's it like says, not yeah. everyone is going to, not every Asian American is going to identify with Bruce Lee. Because, or Jackie, or Jackie, but that just—it just happens to be but that. It's so focused in the yeah. culture. In w- when be- you are going to feature Asian uh, Asians of and, any kind, it's gonna. Yeah, there are just like as a Hispanic. I said, what did and, I say about yeah. Miami Vice? Miami Vice. <laughs> Why did I love to watch Miami Vice as a kid? And my family watched Miami Vice as a kid, not only because it was a pretty cool show, but. That was the place you were going to see Hispanic actors. Unfortunately, they were always going to uh, be drug dealers. You know what I mean? (laughs) So there's this other part where you look at where Asians, um, Americans, uh, or Asian Mm. actors of any stripe um, coming to Hollywood trying to make it. And what, what what 
are yeah. the opportunities. And Not it's many, like, yeah. oh, are you going to be a, are you going to be in a martial arts movie? Are you, you going to be, be in the some... tech guy, computer right, guy? Right, are you going to be the tech computer or, guy? Or a kung fu guy. Yeah, or, yeah. or are you going to yeah. give us into that yellow peril sort Correct. of like Asians are these, are these people who, you know, are inscrutable and, and also decadent and savage. You know, you watch right. things like Rising Sun or something like that. And, you know, they go all in on a lot of those kind of things. So... I, I I get the sort of half and half of mm. like you want yeah. things to be popular you, for your demographic. You want there to be popular stuff. But at the same time, you don't want that popularity uh, to be the end all be all of what people view you as. I'm going to get really heavy into into Uh-oh. the one really most You're important really, line in the movie. Really and uh, gr- granted, this is Shang Chi: Legends of Rings, a Marvel Studios movie. It's not like it's not. It's guns. not Shakespeare. It's not Shakespeare. It's not Guns of the Neverland, which I just finished, and I and Miguel knows this. <laughs> Um, there's a particular line that Tony Leung Chi Wai says at the dinner at, at a dinner table to Chang oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Chi sitting there, Aquafina's there, and and the sister. Um, is the, and is this uh, the name line? What's that? Is this this the is name? the name line right, where she, where he says he looks at Aquafina, and we're going to talk about Tony in a little bit. Tony's uh, uh, Tony's career, illustrious career. He says to her, American girl, what is your name? And she's like scratching her head, like, what? It's like, oh, well, I have a name. No, no, no. What's your Chinese, Chinese name? This is a very significant um, touchstone, especially if you're uh, of Asian descent. Yes. You know, where because um, we're given Chinese names pretty much by our, by our, by our grandparents. And there's a structure to them. There's a, you have your surname that comes first, usually three, three characters. Your surname, the middle name, is what you call a generational name. That's pretty much every uh, child in born in that same generation has the same character. And then you're given a third character, which is which gives you a distinctive a name separate that separates you from everyone else. My cousins, uh, all of my the the, the men, the, the the cousins in my family on my father's side, we all have that same generational generational name and the surname. The females are given the same surname and also the same. Uh, um, they have their own. And this is not name. something that the American audience is necessarily aware of. Correct. We don't know this about, and not as many people know this about, or think about this with their Chinese friends or or, or anything. So this becomes an at, issue yeah. of identity what does it really mean and that's where the brilliance of this movie uh and and that's what it brings up it's what does it mean to be an asian what does it mean to be an asian american what does it mean to be not asian american what's your relationship to all of these aspects which is a big part of the the our two main characters because we kind of it isn't it should have been called shang chi and a sidekick but that's a we'll we'll Well, get that later the other the other the other theme and it ties into the other theme of the movie which is like father versus son you know which it does hit it hits me and then I, yeah I was Ed the entire like you said a lot of stuff like when you saw it but when I actually finally got around and I yeah. did see it I was like oh this Ed this hit must have hit Ed in you have ways no that idea. I, I can't even begin it's to like for for certain Asian Americans especially for those of us who uh, are not Asian enough in the eyes of our parents right. Uh, Hey, you know, doctor, knew you, you're no lawyer, you know, this and that, right? You know, like you're a failure. It's, a stere- like, it's horrible to say it's a, that is a stereotype about Chinese but parents. There's a certain but this guy before that. me has told me enough about his family that it's like, 
you know, because because that is the aspiration of a lot of immigrant parents, right, for the, for their children. It's, and but also like, not just immigrant, like the Chinese culture itself yeah. of. Like, yeah, you, like you're gonna go first off. That's first like, off, that's like in Harold and Kumar, where where he's like, you know, why you know you're Indian? Why don't you like be a doctor? He was like, well, if you just if you have a big thing, first off, you're kudos, not important. Kudos <laughs> to Daniel, uh, uh, Daniel, uh, De, uh, Destin Daniel Cretton, who directed this, um, who's Hawaiian, by the way, Hawaiian filmmaker. A lot of those scenes, a lot of the very important scenes, um, they take place at the dinner table or when they're having yes, breakfast. Yes, they did. I did. I, I, right. I, again, they start off with that yes. in the San Francisco scenes before we get into yeah. the, 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 dark, the dark setting of the dinner table, right? right Even right. though it's like. Well, I mean, I don't know about dark setting, <laughs> but, but again, I, look, I, there was a lot of that where, uh, as, as, as a, again, as a, as a Hispanic, mm. I, I felt. Even though it's, I said, I've seen, I know what they're going for here. I feel the same thing. Well, grandma but it's a little asking, different. <laughs> grandma asking Aquafino, all right? Uh, in, in, I think it was in Mandarin, like, hey, when are you going to get married? Hey, what are you going to do with your life? By the way, they, those scenes, they mirror also in North, uh, in North from Queens, right? You have a lot of that as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's now, that. So, so, um, this is very, this is a very sincere spin of the Darth Vader inviting. Han and the daughter to the dinner table with Boba standing behind him like you know we would be honored if you would have you know like if you would dine with us right and and again it has all of this stuff like you said that like the family relationships father son questions questions of of identity and heritage and culture uh, that I don't think we've seen in an American movie that grasp with those type of themes um, for a while. There are right. there have been movies they, they that have, have done it, this right. in the past. We have that you have your Joy Luck clubs. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and we just had Crazy Rich Asians, which is not quite the same, no. but has the idea of like, hey, we want to f- we want to showcase Asian American people. And if in a you want to know anything about Asian American culture, the dinner table is the most centerpiece. <laughs> There's two two rooms. So the 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 dinner table where you spend most of your time as a family. Right. which is the dinner table because you eat uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner there. The second, by the way, that's a joke from uh, an old contractor of mine is the toilet. The most, in- <laughs> the most important, the most important chair in the whole entire house is your toilet. But anyway, that's a whole different, <laughs> that's a whole different story. Now uh, I want to, can I get into Tony Lerung? I think what we're going to get into is we're going to take a quick break. Okay, very good. For some words. We're going to take, take a quick break, man. We're yeah, going to take a right. quick break. Commercials. Asshole. <laughs> Hello out there, everyone. My name is Miguel Alejandro Velez. And Edward Ng here. And we are the hosts of To Be Continued, a fanboy podcast. As anyone knows, we are based out of the Park Slope Brooklyn Pancake Studios, providing to us by one Jonathan Vergara. Ed, what can they expect to get out of Pancake Studios? And here at Pancake Studios, covering your audio recording, production, mixing and mastering needs and jonathan is a complete wizard when it comes to these things uh we coming this month it would be our third year anniversary and uh he's made a home for us here and continues to produce quality look no further pancake studios go to www.pancakestudios.net <sighs> oh what's the matter miguel uh, i feel fat ed i feel the same way too oh you too john yeah. You guys, you both you guys need to get in shape. And a way to go about this is by going with JP Total Fitness. JP Total Fitness? What's that? Um, our pal Jonathan Padilla, friend of the show, runs a Brooklyn-based personal training and remote coaching service committed to leading you becoming stronger and faster. 
Go to jptotalfitness.com. All right. Hooah! Hooah! All right. Um, it's got a big now, ass. Um, I, I want to. I I think we'll get to Tony Lung um, okay. right. as sure. we talk okay. about the movie. Now, um, I'm going to preface this uh, to just give a little bit of background to people who maybe aren't aware of of, of Shang Chi's uh, and the issues with bringing this character mm-hmm. to the screen. So, Shang Chi, master of the martial arts. Uh, he's a 1970s. Three. M- m- well, he comes out in 1973. He's part of the sort of um, Silver Age. Um, the, what we call the Bruce, Bruce Spoitation, um, ja, subgenre. Uh, Jim Starlin, Steve Englehart, 1973. What was the, uh, something Kung Fu? What was the uh, Masters of Kung Fu? Is that what it was called? Yeah, he was uh, okay. Shang-Chi, Master of Kung okay. Fu. That's okay. just it, okay. right? And this is a character that was created at Marvel, but it has a very, very odd parentage, okay? Mm. You do not get to talk about Shang-Chi without talking about Fu Manchu and that is a whole craziness. Now, John, you, you've probably heard the term Fu Manchu your whole life. Do you know what it is? Uh, it's a beard, right? That's what everyone calls go. it. <laughs> right. and that's, that's as it's, and, and by the way, now that's all it is. Yes. Most people aren't really aware for good reason. There was a pulp, uh, a pulp novella character, Fu Manchu. There had a writer, I'm blanking on the name right now and I'm not going to look it up. But Fu Manchu was a very popular series of where you had English, basically you had English hero protagonists up against this yellow peril criminal mastermind named Fu Manchu. And it's very yellow peril. It's very outdated. It's very old. But it was a very popular pulp sort of thing. Marvel got the rights to it, but they put their own spin on it. By not buying Shang, by not buying Fu Manchu, but buying the rights to use that character and then make that character the father of the character Shang-Chi. As I said, this is a lot of yellow peril, very so racist, then, like stereotype stuff. And it's <clears> mixing <throat> mixing lore with their own creations. Yeah, with, with mixing lore with their own creations. That became a whole thing where they had to untether it from it eventually because they no longer had the rights to... Fu Manchu, but they still had Shang-Chi in Marvel Comics as a character. Mm. And so they eventually had to change some stuff, do this. Stuff. So but it's they, basically, they brought him to Maury Povich and said, okay, yes, uh, Shu Manchu, when it comes to Shang-Chi, you, you are, are not, not the, the father. father. Now, um, who, uh, the Mandarin, that's a whole different ball that, of wax. And that is a whole other ball right. of wax as well, because, of course, the Mandarin is... Iron Man, the Mandarin has a little bit of that Fu Manchu, no doubt, just from the way that he's drawn and the way they, you know, uh, projected him over the years. Because they decided not to do that because of the yellow peril issues Mm. with the Mandarin and made him Ben Kingsley, who returns in this movie, believe it or not, um, you suddenly had this situation where... There was a lot... You could do more with this character and to get into what John uh, was saying before... Shang-Chi as a character in the comics has is not an Avengers-level type character in terms of power. He is a mortal martial arts master guy, and while that can that can be that can be stretched to a silliness in cartoons, comic books, movies, anyway, he's not a guy who's like, I will I can 
punch through a steel wall or something like that. You know what I mean? If, is it wrong for me to to guess that this character was kind of also created in response to something like Mortal Kombat coming up? Because no, uh, it has uh, a very it it, it sounds like a Mortal older, Kombat. You know what I mean? Like he's he's, he's way he precedes that by a long. Mortal Kombat just, came out in just the nineties, right? right yeah, yeah. Well, just to give you, um, when did Shang Chi come out? Nineteen seventy three. Yeah, oh, nineteen seventy three. Okay, the same year that Enter the Dragon comes out. Right. So he is a this he's is supposed prime to be a, time. Bruce he's a Bruce Lee pastiche type right. character who deals in who originally was like in espionage and world traveling that kind of stuff. In this movie, in developing from this movie, in trying to, like, I would say, sort of, like, rebuild the Mandarin up again into something, the Ten Rings, because they, the Ten Rings is, like, all over the early Marvel Universe stuff, you know, MCU. Mm -hmm. And then also to, I think, be like, what did we screw up with Iron Fist? Okay, two similar characters with, like, or at least similar in that they're both martial arts characters, right? We're talking about Netflix Iron Fist. Netflix Iron Fist, right? Okay, a lot of this film is reworking a lot of the things from Iron Fist's lore that were never a part of Shang-Chi. Oh, no. Don't tell me the hand is involved. No, no, no the hand is not in this. But, <sighs> and no, no, no. This is the thing. They took all of the things that should have been in the Iron Fist show, and they're in this. It's sort of like they transferred a bunch of DNA from Iron mm -hmm. Fist to Shang-Chi to elevate that character to a point where it is totally reasonable to see him in the future alongside the Avengers, working alongside a Hulk or a Thor, and you go like, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's a badass with those rings, he can do now yada, that yada, said, yada. That's not to say that we may or may not see a resurgence of Danny Rand yeah, in the again, future. But there is a many, many elements that they sort of like said, ah, oh, no, nah, let's... Those are good ideas that they didn't even do on Iron Fist, which is really the problem with yeah. Iron Fist. And here they do them and they have the bigger budget and they, you know, expand it out. This is now, a now, character. Can you who, get into that? Like, what are the things that are good that, that they bring over that are is well, what the one, uh, one of the biggest things, of course, uh, that we always went on about when we were talking about Iron Fist and John, I remember that me and John did that show solo. So there's it's, it's very. Um, John, you know, I went on about the, the, the land that Iron Fist is from, Kunlun. And you're like, that they, they never show it. They mm -hmm. never tell us about it. They never get, like, we get, like, two peaks that are just in, indoor sets. Yeah, you were, you were saying it should have been, like, uh, like Lord, of the, Lord of the Ring level. A fantasy setting like where world. Where it's really, yeah. Yeah, you know. so, here, you know, the you Iron get, Fist show had none of that. that, and this delivers it here. Oh, awesome. It makes it the sort of, like... Uh, you know, Shang-Chi's mother is from this extra-dimensional magical world or village that is part of another with world. Dragons with and dragons and dragons and lions and, and all this sort of things. And whatever. Craziness, craziness. Okay, so they they did the character needed some of that. They needed to shed that yellow peril stuff. They needed to share all the the, the, the Fu Manchu stuff. And I also think Marvel knew that they had potential stuff with the Mandarin and Ten Rings, that there was this weird thread that was just kind of hanging. And I would say they, you said you had complex feelings about this movie. I have complex feelings of it as a film, regardless of whatever my mm -hmm. background is or everything, because it succeeds at so much. I don't think it ever soars, even though I, th I oddly, I think because that, that third act CGI battle fest 
is better than the one in Black Panther by a country mile. <laughs> wow. In terms of the fight coordination, mm. the sets, CGI. and the CGI yeah. especially. Yeah. Um, really, really well done. And, this, and maybe also, and just in general, that combination of the martial arts with the CG that is in this movie, um, like I said, you, they run the gamut of... That you've got scenes like the 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 unfinished tower, um, the construction site scene with Shang Chi, which is pr- has a lot of wire foo, but not as much as later stuff in the movie does, and it's pretty rough. Bamboo, bamboo scaffolding, Jackie Chan. That stuff is stuff, yeah. Right. But then you get into pure House of Flying Daggers, like uh, outdoor l- greenery leaves. Well, and and all say, that it's stuff. all over the gamut, right? Um, down, and this is what I said. I'm like, oh no, they. They don't just give you wire food. They just don't give you House of Flying Daggers. They just don't give you um, uh, um, good one-on-one rhythm stuff. When he fights his sister, they get into the ground. Yeah, they do. And yeah, it's they get dirty. It's very. They get dirty. some dirty scenes, and and for you, John, as should be, there's a there's a little drop of DBZ in there. There's, a, there's not a wow! Lit. Did you hear? Did no, no. everyone hear the intake of air that John? There's he just not had a, a little mini bit. orgasm. No, 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 no. There's not a little bit of drop of DBZ. Uh, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of DBZ in this. John, John. Yes. There's a yeah, lot. I'm not, I'm not, of I don't want to spoil it for you, John. But what you're doing, yeah, mm. absolutely. And I'm glad you said it because I have a blind Over spot 9, with that. <laughs> I have a blind spot with that, but I go. Oh a, my God! They, well, they well, went Ed, you have a, on this. Ed, you have a physical blind spot right now. So sure, that's, that's you gotta look deep down inside yourself, and they find the power to beat Frieza. <laughs> I mean, your father, <laughs> your father. Sorry. I thought we were doing Shang Chi, Legend of the Ten Rings. <laughs> we're talking about DBZ. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, it, it is this sort of thing where um, you gotta look deep down inside yourself. Asshole. <laughs> okay. All right. But uh, it is, a, they, you know, uh, there was a, like when it, before the movie came out, even you mentioned Mortal Kombat when I thought that that tournament stuff mm-hmm. that you saw when, you know, Blonsky and Wong mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah. them, and them, I thought that was going to play a much bigger part in this. Nope. <laughs> and it's not, it is not. I, I thought I said, oh, they're going for that, which makes sense. Mortal Kombat this is what. The you know the character needed these changes needed to be updated and if you're gonna use him in the world of the MCU, what they did was necessary. I'm complicated with my feelings towards the movie because of that one because I wanted it more to be a Bruce Lee pastiche, and instead it was like no we got to kind of turn this guy into Iron Fist to make him viable. But so that's disappointing for me on that just because I wanted a Bruce Lee pastiche and that's who the character is. I'm not saying it ruined it. Right. That not at all. Okay. So uh, already that was complicated. It was like I wanted one thing, but they're giving me something else. Secondly, <clears throat> it does so much really good. Production design is amazing. Um, the fight choreography is really good. I'm not going to go crazy like some people. Some people online are going, "It's the greatest thing that ever was with its fight coordination," and it's really good. I'm. I can't say it was the greatest martial arts movie that ever was. It, it It's not. It's really good stuff, but it's not that. The issue comes down to me to where I know I should be feeling a lot of emotions with things that are happening on screen. And they do a really good job with the writing of like doing stuff that is very um, nuanced. 
Wen Wu, Tony Leung's character, who is an actor, an Asian actor of incredible talent and 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 appeal, and he's I, who who what is his equivalent? Ed, you would say, right, so is he the? I'm gonna is get Tony, into it right now. Is Tony the Tony Leung? Tony Leung Ty, as he's known in within within in the Hong Kong circles, right? Um, Infernal is Affairs. A, if you were to take a Brad, take Brad Pitt, okay, mm. um, Cary Grant. Mm. Um, and uh, I'm trying to think of like like other like other A-list actors, and you mash them together, you get Tony Leung. Tony and, Leung, yeah. Tony and, Leung, and here's the thing: Tony Leung has a very com- complicated um, career because um, not only has he had the illustrious TV career, yes, not only has he had the illustrious action uh, Hong Kong action cinema career, yes, he's also had uh, a very controversial art house. Um, uh, career, uh, uh, cinema verite career, right? Uh, mostly paired up with um, uh, uh, illustrious directors, Asian directors like Wong Kar Wai, um, not just John Woo, Wong Kar Wai in particular, who really, really puts him on a global map. Right. Um, for you guys who love who love movies, go watch Happy Together, mm. which, by the way, he plays a homosexual in that. Right. Okay, go watch. Mm. Um, uh, uh, side uh, side by side with with um, uh, with Jaren Fat in hard hard boiled. Go watch um, in the mood for love, which is a beautiful, yeah. gorgeous. And I movie. just want to say what Ed just said. He talked about he said what are the Western like stars that combined as like with Tony Leung? It's in this movie. Um, I told you I said because uh, I texted you at one point. I said oh. So we're doing the Daredevil, we're doing the Ben Affleck Daredevil playground fight scene, but we're doing it good here. All right, well, cool. He's, he's, he comes across so well in this movie, okay? Um, not, the, not, with, not, not his first martial arts movies, by the way. Yeah, he's yeah. also done yeah. the Grandmaster where he plays his version of Yip Man. Right, so right. the cast is the cast is fine. I was surprised at my reaction to Aquafina in this movie because I've not seen her in much. I saw her in that Oceans, uh, that yeah, Oceans Nine Ocean's right. or Oceans Eight, which I did not like as a movie and Correct. did not like her Same. in that character. Um, but she surprised me. There was a lot of strange, I would say, restraint in comparison to a Marvel movie. And here's my issue with the film, where I can't say it's bad in any way, shape, or form. It doesn't insult my intelligence. It's not, you know, it delves into some things. It has a little bit of meat on its bones with certain, or at least I'm watching and going like, okay, but I don't know if I felt what they wanted me to feel. And they do a lot to do that. Like that, uh, you know, before getting into the movie itself, there's that scene in the beginning, like I said, where where Wenwu, Shang-Chi's father, meets Shang-Chi's mother. And they have this fight. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's done well. And I'm watching it. And as I'm watching it, where she's using her soft style her to go chi. to go against mm. his hard style, mm. and I'm going that yes. I'm and you know me, Ed, yeah. Mr. Martial Arts. I'm going like I'm going like yes. This is what I want to see. And I said to Ed, when that scene ended, I said they better mirror this scene when he fights the sun. Like this better be the same moves and everything. And, and they, they did. And you see that? And they right. did. Right. right. So I'm, they're doing all the right things in this movie. I can't say that this movie ever soared for me. Okay. It f- I, I felt kinda, I kind of feel in the same You know what I mean? Right, like I given what's happening on screen, 
given the relationship stuff, given those moments, like you said, those the, the dinner table scenes, the dinner table scenes with, given the fact that Wen Wu is written, the quote unquote villain is not a villain. Yes, he was a and he was once what, a warlord thousands yeah. of years ago. And the, he changes his ways. He becomes he becomes peaceful, becomes a loving, good father. And then when tragedy strikes, he just goes back to but, he but goes back to what he knows. And he's not, but he's not doing it in a I want to rule the world. Yeah, his scheme is not I want to corrupt people. His you know even the whole like it's I want my wife back. I want my family back. And so that is affecting. And they it's well written in the sense that. They're not making him a, a mustache twirler. They're not making him like unconsciously evil. And yet, now here's the thing. I they, didn't they, they, feel there's, anything. There's so much complication with Wen Wu, aka he's been given many names over. Uh, Maybe he's the Mandarin. Maybe, Maybe he's this, Mandarin, whatever, right? right? Can you believe that? He says, they named me after an, an orange. An orange, whatever. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, which of course is. Is a, such a silly given that the name Mandarin in Chinese culture has a lot of meaning behind it. Now, here, here's the thing the with, with t Tony Lerner. He's not, and I, Miguel loves it every time I do my Jackie Chan impression, okay? Because it's not that hard to do a Jackie Chan joke, you know, if you're doing an impression, which is like, well, you know, you come on the, you go on the talk show and you talk like this and then all of a sudden, bah, 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 bah. The, um, and that's just the, the working classness of, of, of Jackie Chan by comparison to someone like Tony. Tony, who is very well-read and he's had to go to school to learn Mandarin, right? Because in, as, a, as a native Hong Konger, um, you tend to speak Cantonese, right? He had to learn Mandarin to speak. And, when he, and guess what? He also speaks very fluent English, just like Michelle. Michelle Yeoh is a whole different category. She's Malaysian and they speak five languages <laughs> right. as soon as you're, you, 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 you pop out of your mom's womb. Tony here... Um, he's scary. He is really frighteningly he's, scary without he's, really... He's, because again, he's not a scene chewer. He's not, he's very much like, I love my children. I love my family. I love my wife. He's scary and in the he's sense like... he's scary right. because of that. Yes. He's scary because it's like, and the conflict, and this is why I'm saying why I'm, um, why I'm conflicted about the movie. That's a great conflict. It is, it is not that... The son is, you know, it's it isn't. You killed my mother, father. Mm -hmm. It's the son is go, trying to go like, Dad, you, you're you're not seeing this right, and, and, and not yeah, not even because it's not even like when Wu is like, I want to destroy. Like, yes, he is ultimately in the third act going to de to destroy some place, but he that's only because it's like I have to go through you to get the thing I want. I want to. I want to release my wife from the other side of this whatever prison that he thinks that she's in. So it, it, there isn't even the sort of like you're doing this for money and power. It's like no, I'm doing this to bring your mother back. How can you fight me against that? So that's great. I I just don't know. It, a lot of stuff falls flat, and uh, surprisingly, the thing that I always complain about in Marvel movies in this thing, I was I needed. I was so expecting Aquafina to be very. Elbow in your ribs every five seconds. she becomes a savior of the MCU. <laughs> right, right. right? She, well, not just that. Well, yeah, that. Well, that and also, like, again, she... I don't think this is a particularly Marvel humor full movie. No. It And I think to give it a little more personality, 
maybe they should have. Simu is a, a good comedic actor. He's teamed up with Aquafina, who is a funny person. And it wasn't like I was, every time I was expecting it, I'm going like, oh, here we go. Here's the Marvel <laughs> bullshit. And I was going like, oh, there's not. And I'm going like, like, I think, Mar like I said, Marvel tends to put it up to 11 and rip off the knob. And I always say, you know what? Make it a nice steady eight and we're good. <laughs> Here, it feels like the Marvel humor was at a six or a five. And I think, I think that, I, I think that maybe, the, well, the, 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 the expectations for me is that the gags ver were very, uh, were very secondary to me, right? You know? Um, interactions with Wong or whenever they're talking about the, right. again, the jokes with the, with the grandmother and whatever. Um, Let, well, I, before we, before we get into that, let's have some words from friends. Okay. And then we'll get into the movie proper and its plot and everything. In the kitchen with Roro, R-O-R-O. If you're looking for bite-sized bits of yumminess and need to satisfy that sweet tooth, then check out In the Kitchen with Roro on Instagram. Each item especially made by our personal friend Rosie here in Brooklyn. Also coming to YouTube, that's In the Kitchen with Roro. We had our bathroom basement done. Anna Maria Stanimir Gromo, a friend of the podcast, who lives out in France, she consults and she says, hey, let me design your your basement bathroom. And that's exactly what she did. She did everything um, via email, via FaceTime. Did the renderings and everything, right? Renderings and everything, a completely beautiful. I took the renderings and uh, hired a contractor and they are currently putting the, as we are speaking, putting the finishing touches on my basement. And it looks fantastic. It looks great. Servicing clients, domestic international. A master's here to help you through your different phases to transform your space into a reflection of you. Go to amastadesign.com. That is Amasta spelled A-M-A-S-T-A -A -A designed. I love our logo. No, really. I love our logo. The To Be Continued Fanboy Podcast logo was provided to us by friend of the show, Matt Silkowski, who also runs MSD Studios. And what does Matt do at MSD Studios? He provides positive reinforcement for your brand. Located in Philadelphia, Matt has worked with clients of all sizes and has helped them to focus on designs for campaigns, rebrands, and new brands. Get in touch for your next project, MSD Studios. That's msdstudios.com. And those are words from friends. Uh... I we're gonna shift this right now into the like the overall sort of bit of the movie. Um, I'm gonna do a real fast bullet points okay, of like okay, like okay. like the plot. Mm. So in this film, the version of the Marvel Universe, it's taking place post snap. Uh, Shang Chi is living his life in San Francisco with his friend Katie, who surprisingly is a platonic friend. They didn't ever really go into that area, which I was surprising, surprised. Surprising, huh? Well, um, uh, uh, we might talk about that. And he's a guy, he's a, he's a valet, uh, and he's kind of, they didn't really say what he went to school for or anything, right? They didn't yeah. say, but she's apparently was some sort of, uh, They glean over the fact, like, you know, he came here and, and stuck around for eight years and learned English and sounded like a Tarantonian, Asian, 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 Canadian, 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 Asian. Um, so... 
what we and he has this friend and they're sort of chafing under the fact that they're they're of a certain age and especially within the Asian American community they're sort of seen as losers because they they are not living up to their potential friends and family are calling them out on this and then boom jobs, we find yeah. out out of you know out of what Chang's real background is Katie finds out she goes on a trip with him to sort of like uh, he's almost assassinated right. and, and then boom, he's like this has got to be something to be with his his sister he goes overseas to Macau, he meets his sister again, and we find out this was all just a plot by his father to bring his children together so they could bring them back home because the father who was once this immortal warlord who had, had these powerful, mystical, or scientifically powered rings that he wore on his arms. He don't know what they are. Didn't know what they are, but he mastered them and, and uses them incredibly effectively in combat and skill. He built this organization around the world that, you know, is... Asian Hydra. Let's just say it. Okay. It's Asian Hydra. And he's brought his children back together because he has been hearing the voice of his long dead wife calling for him. And his wife had come from this otherworldly dimension village. Whose sister is Michelle Yeoh. Is Michelle, Michelle Yeoh back in that other dimension. And he's saying, um, I can find a way back there. And I can use my rings to free her from the other side of this prison that she's been in. He assumes the worst of something now. In the movie, it is shown that she is killed by enemies of his. And that's what sort of sets the ball in motion for Chang-Chi to eventually leave his father, leave his his sister um, because of that event. And yet years later now, he is hearing, he says, I'm hearing her spirit. She's calling to me. She's trapped in this. I want to, you know, I need to get her. And Shang and his uh, Shang, his his buddy, uh, and then as we find out, because of course the Ten Rings was already in the Marvel Universe in the previous Iron Man movies, that uh, uh, Trevor Slattery, the uh, fake Mandarin played by Ben Kingsley, has been uh, abducted there, and he's living there. God, what an awful. You did. You were not. You were not happy with that. Not comeback. happy at all. And he kind of was the one who had a, the line. Like surprisingly, it wasn't Aquafina who had the the shoulder of humor on her shoulders. It was Ben Kingsley. He's the one. And I don't think it all worked as well it, as they could have. In my opinion, it didn't it work at all. I mean, okay, it's just, it, it inserted for just a particular for just purpose. the Marvel humor, right? Well, not just that, but also to kind of. Hey, let's bring it back to remember this from from, I, well, from because the, from they have Iron to re- Man. Yeah, but they have to yeah because because they're retrofitting some stuff. They had to remind the audience of some stuff, I guess. So uh, Shang and his uh, Shang and his gang, the Shang gang. Hey, hey, the Shang gang. The Shang gang ends over in Taolo, the mystical otherworldly village. They meet Michelle Yeoh, his aunt, uh, and basically this the sort of idea of like, well. Your mother was able, was the only one who ever defeated your father in single combat, even when he had the rings. How did he do that? It's, well, you are a product of both of them. You should tap into both of these forces that are in you. Uh, um, Tony Lung's Wenwu uh, goes to attack the, the, the village after, uh, after he manages to get his way in there. Turns out, ah, it wasn't his wife calling to him behind the dimensional doorway. It's the dweller in the darkness, this, this evil creature from Marvel, from Marvel Comics lore. And they have a big giant CGI battle and eventually Shang reconnects with his sister because she had a big chip on her shoulder because she left. His father, until the end... 
they're clashing until the father finally realizes he was wrong and gives him the rings and then dies. Shang and the crew defeat the big the big villain and now they're back uh, full circle and the people who were sort of calling them out on how they are like kind of like just two kind of slacker losers are then like they tell the story of like, and then we're fighting dragons and we're here and that and no one believes them and then, and then Wong shows up. Can I just call him Agent of Marvel? I think it should be more Agents of Strange. But that's me. Uh, so, like you said, he Wong shows up, brings him back to the sanctum, and we get, for me, the big sort of like Marvel MCU moment of this movie. Honestly, they mentioned the snap earlier, but there's not really a lot of too much cross pollination except for Blonsky and Wong showing up in the middle, and then Wong and some very interesting guests at the end, uh, which is this this post credit sequence where. Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel, and Banner. Bruce Banner. Not, not Hulk, Hulk. Not Professor Hulk. Still with his arm in a sling, though, human Bruce Banner has a teleconference call of kind of like, hey, what's the deal with the rings? There's an energy signal that went out into space. We'll be contacting you later because now we have to have this dramatic thing where we're going to leave and not answer the questions about, <laughs> about this stuff. But, I mean, they do, they do say that what we do know is an unknown, which is basically, we don't know what they are. Yeah, we're not, where did they come How from? How long have your dad had them before? Like, you yeah, know, before. Like, well, he's had them for- A thousand, thousand years, years yeah. Right? You know? And, and it's like, okay, and it, they sent some kind of signal into space. That's so what they think, cosmic. Right? So they're cosmic at some level, which would go with where they come. And that's where the movie, and that's where we end, and okay. Ed, you, you know, is there, in terms of this, this movie- um, like I said, I'm a little conflicted and not in conflicted in that anything was bad. Nothing offended me about this movie. I didn't think anything was stupid. Um, maybe the slattery stuff was a little dumb. Um, um, but other than that, I didn't like there's at the same time, it didn't soar for me despite as, as genial as, as, as Simu was, as, as, I, as I, nice as Aquafina, well, again, it's and, and I can understand me. that because um, there's a uh, blandness uh, to this movie. Yeah, I, I have to say that uh, it's not like. Here's the thing: I need to. I feel I need to see it uh, several more times. There's a lot to chew. It's a very. It's there's a lot going on here. But you're right. But it's like it's nothing that we haven't seen already. You know, and there's nothing Look, wrong with that. No, but like the the, uh, the and they do some stuff so the final well. magical Asian super world whatever. <laughs> you know, it's it's stuff that, and this is what I say. It's like Disney's been really um, putting stuff out, right? They're really they're and, really leveraging all their IPs as well as all their resources for these things. Because like that end sequence, you're going like, well, what did ILM get when, paid for this? When the when COVID first hit, I think Raya was one of the Raya and the Dragon was also one of those things. This is listen, that magical super world was a lot of Raya and a magical dragon leftover stuff. <laughs> you think they just had, yeah, you they know. were just like, but like, throw the, this as, into far the the, as far as the ideas go, right? right you know? Okay. Um, now that said, there's room to to really branch into like what what's the connection with the Eternals? What's the connection to magic? 
Right. What's a connection to or space? To the space, the stuff that's coming with this, and there's a lot. Will, of stuff uh, will there? Out. Will there be? Will they expand what the rings can do? Because like that's one of the things that yeah. is a big change from the comics, yeah. is that the rings did not act and did not have the powers. And I don't know if you've ever, Ed, refresh yourself on what the Mandarin's rings do, and it's like why this would he be this if they go that route. Shang Chi's one of the most Shang Chi suddenly your... becomes if they if they give the rings all the powers from the comics in the next movie to Shang Chi, Ed, we don't need a Green Lantern movie. <laughs> one of your first questions, me coming out of the theater was, well, yeah. do the rings um, magnify or is, does he become a force to be reckoned with? And, and now he, you know, and yeah, he definitely is, but it's not what I thought. They, they don't like. The rings are the rings. They're an extension of what if you're a fighter, and I said right. this to you, if you can fight, they are pretty much are an extension of, of what but they you also do. generate energy they do, they do and they float energy. and they can defend you and float. I like, yeah. I like, and it's and it's very well done. I like, like, that's the thing. It's a good idea of how to. He does a Dragon Ball Z thing with, yeah. the, with the rings, and I go, Is that because he's part magical because of his mother? Well, this, yes. Here we go into some of the issues with the movie that I don't know if hold back the way I like, I don't know if those things that I wanted answered would necessarily make it better or, or would make it sing more for me, but there are some stuff. So there is this sort of like, okay, Shang is not, Shang-Chi is not shown to be supernaturally powered when he's on earth. He's a great fighter. Oh, okay. All right. Right. He's a great fighter. But suddenly when we get into the magical mystical world, Kung Fu suddenly grants all its users some interesting stuff. His aunt is a, an airbender for some, <laughs> for some reason. Straight Perfect. out of Avatar, Perfect. right? Straight out of Avatar. And so, and that's sort of their way of saying like, oh, you can use this sort of soft elemental wind thing to, to counter your now father's that excites me. The way you, what you just said, that excites me. And I'm not an airbender kind right. of a guy, right? That's what I thought this movie was going to be though. I thought it was going to be a thing where it would be like, if the rings had the powers from the comics that have all these elemental and rays and all the rest of the stuff, I thought it was going to be a thing where it would be like, okay, Shang's going to get five. His father's going to get five. And you will see some sort of like airbender avatar, you know, uh, Legend of Korra's type, like them using Kung Fu, but also like throwing molten steel at each other yeah. and wind. And But they don't quite do that. And they, But there is the possibility. You can always in a sequel say your father. Yeah, your father had him for a thousand rings, but he didn't know how to use them exactly. Someone or something comes along and tells Shang, here's the real potential of these rings. And if they do that, like I said, he's. He's Shang-Chi is now a fucking Green Lantern. I mean, because you have the, like, again, they are, they are not shying away from the space thing in that post credit. They're making it very like, uh, a spoiler alert for people who don't know the comics, but the Mandarin's rings in the comics are actually advanced technology from this alien race of like space dragons. I'm not even joking. <laughs> they're called the Maklons. That's why they're called the Maklon rings. And they were like the Fing Fan Foom, who's this dragon character in Marvel, is part of this race that brought them here many, many years ago. Someone found them, the Mandarin found them and, you know, used them with power. They're not, they don't have those powers in the movie. 
but they could easily do that for a sequel. And I, my, I just want to drop this on you. I think that for the sequel, given that this movie was very similar to, as we said, with Black Panther, the similarities are there. Mm. Where it's like, let's get a lot of some a, a, a murderer's row of Asian actors into this, in the same way that Black Panther was, let's get a murderer's row. What do you do for the sequel? And I say, John, look. Charon Fott. <laughs> no. Oh, you, oh, oh no. You, you, were, you were going with the Jackie, Jet Li. You go Chow Young, Jackie, <laughs> Jet, um, Samo. I'm trying to think of anyone else that might be about Unfortunately, anyone. you know. And no way. And you CGI and you put them in mocap because those guys are yeah. older. They can't, maybe can't do all the things they used to. But you you mocap them as the Makluans, as the aliens who created the rings. I I, I think it could be gangbusters. Unfortunately, uh, Jackie Chan, he's an you're, asshole. You're, you're, he's an asshole. You're, you're you know you're a communist traitor. <laughs> uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We gotta. I'm, I'm holding. I'm holding. I'm holding that back. I get it. I know. I know. <laughs> you're an asshole. <laughs> um, but, anyway, but um, um uh, okay, so. I don't think the things that I would want, like further explanation of some stuff here, like how did the mother, did the mother have powers? Did she transfer those powers to him? What's the connection with the great protector? Because it does deliver on being, uh, having really good action, uh, the sets, all mm. that. It, it does, it just never flies for me. And and it, again, there's an overall, like, almost like Simu is a character, well, look, is an actor he, who has great comedic timing. Great comedic. He's great in interviews. He knows how to do social media for the most part. And, <laughs> um, <laughs> and yet I felt that Shang-Chi in this movie, the character, I don't know if there was a lot to him. I know they wanted me to feel a lot for him. Look, they, the, the the father thing, the mother thing. Now I, I, I just feel, didn't. There was no, no, no that, there. Those there. are the highlights for me, right? Mm -hmm. The parts where and, and most of this discussion, I I very much buried a lot of the the excitement of the martial arts stuff, right? It was more of like you know the the family drama, the, the stuff, family yeah. drama that really resonated. The grounded stuff, in it, right. which is very good. Now that said. <clears throat> Somehow Disney thought that they would be selling you something really awesome with him battling a dragon on a dragon All right, right. with the sister. And you and I, I don't know about you, but I go, am I supposed to be impressed? Wow. Okay. Yeah. You know, right. Yeah, but, but because it's something very absurd about that. You know, well, also again, I think that also goes to your, just your general, your and mine's general view of Shang-Chi as a character. Like the Bruce, had, right. let's say, let's just say. Had that been the end, let's say this had been an Iron Fist movie, Ed, right? And a, a movie ends Iron Fist, the power mm -hmm. of Shaolau is at the bar, is on mm -hmm. top of a dragon, he's about to punch something. You, I think you and I would be a little more accepting. Um, because we go, oh yeah, that's the character. He's the power of the dragon. But we know Shang-Chi and we're like, this feels too much maybe i i i also uh, think that there is also that's an understatement again these are dragons <laughs> mythical dragons where and i'm watching and i'm like wait oh hold on no wait flying dragons in there like and the sister who's completely mortal right right yeah can i say something this is a very um something that they do very well is and they kind of nail um the landing on this it's just it's they really elevate a lot of the female characters the sister sha ling who ends up inheriting? By the Ten way, rings, yeah. spoiler: uh, Tony Leung dies, right. and guess and guess who who 
inherits the Mandarin's vast empire. That's the daughter Shaolin here. Right. Which is interesting in how what they'll that's setting up for a sequel, I think. Because it sets you up can, the same so much con- you can do with that. It sets up the same conflict that Shang had. And it's like I, I or you know, it doesn't have to be that way, but I'm saying it definitely the possibility could be of like, you're my sister, I don't want to fight you. This is not the Ten Rings Empire thing is something that's very subtle and that you don't you, they don't give you that much. Yeah, it is. It's what just like, have they been doing for centuries? What comes first, Hydra or the Ten Rings? What, like, what, like the there's a whole, there's Ed, a whole entire. Ed, 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 not, not to piss off John here, but uh, uh, you know, in the comics, uh, Hydra and the Hand have this whole like ancient connection deal. <laughs> and- <laughs> well, Lola, hey John, but, uh, guess what? In Hawkeye, the new TV series is going to come out with Jeremy Renner. Uh, they've got the character Echo. Who has a connect? Yes, who has connection to the hand, hand as well? Exactly. You know, so, uh, D'Onofrio might be showing up in Hawkeye. By the way, John, leave my mother out of this, <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, like, uh, yeah, uh, the that end sequence is very hyperbolic. It's very big. It's very loud. It would have to be again. They were again. They were trying to build. Yeah, this I, I always up. say to him, like, uh, what's the deal with like you know, like if you're a villain with a with a with a sort of training ground. There's got to be people like training, you know, in in formation. There's got to be. Well, I was people. again. I was like, I, my joke goes back to Into the, the dragon style. Is you know? uh, the Black Widow movie is where like we, oh, go, the to the, the, we go to the red room in the sky, <laughs> and then we're passing a room, and it's like all these girls doing this like you know synchronized yeah, exercise like gun, stuff. Gun, gun, gun. Yeah, kata. they're all they're doing this gung fu kung fu exercise. They're like, oh, oh, they're they're filming a uh, rhythm nation in there, right? <laughs> right, they're filming the rhythm nation. Got it. Only if you're over thirty, if you're if you're if you're under 35, you won't get that joke. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I just, uh, that end sequence is very big, uh, but also very mostly well done. The problem comes with the fact that, again, I'm not sure I, f- I felt as much as I should have, despite the fact that so much of this movie, as you said, is the grounding of, of the interaction with the characters, which is so good to have in a superhero movie. By the time we get to the part where I still don't feel that there was enough of me to feel the conflict between Wenwu and Shang, to feel the 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 reticence or whatever or whatever feelings that Shang had on the sequence. It's not that Simu Liu is a bad actor; he is a good actor, and they write and they do bring this stuff up where you know when he talks to Katie about his 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 shame his his shame for you know leaving and his guilt over his sister all of that is good mm-hmm. stuff i don't know but it didn't push it over the edge for me and while again i didn't come away going like i would never tell anyone not to watch this movie um i definitely see someone could watch this and have a great time for me it oh it felt like the parking brake was on a lot of a lot of stuff and especially somehow while it was great that it had this great emotional core, it also, it just, there was a lacklusterness to certain degrees. Well, it's interesting, well. right? Because it's in full circle uh, at uh, 386, whatever, you know, million uh, at the box office. That's without overseas Chinese money. Ironically. Ironically, right? Um, which pretty much begs you to ask, like, what? How much money would this have made if not if if the Chinese? I think had I think that not not only that. I think you got to be like no COVID, no COVID Chinese market open to them. 
I will say, even with my issues with this film, I can see, like I said, I can see a family going out and having a great time with this, and I can see them watching it more than once. I can see a nine-year, if you're a nine-year-old, if you're a nine-year-old Chinese-American boy, and your family brings you to see this, you're also telling them next week to bring you to see it again. <laughs> like, if I were a nine-year-old kid, I could totally see, like, oh, yeah, oh, my God, Kung Fu, mar- martial arts, magic, da-da. Um, so if this hadn't had the, the sort of the lead weights of COVID, uh, and, um, not being released in the Chinese market, I think this could have been a black, a a, a, a black Panther size hit. Even if I don't think it is as, it has so many things that there are things in that movie that I think are better. And not just that third Mm. act. There are things in that movie that actually are better than black Panther. And yet if I were going to say, which, which were the two, which, I would say Black Panther is the better film overall. It's got a weak finale. This is got the better finale I, uh, and it's not bad throughout, but I don't think it is as strong. I, I say they're neck and neck uh, as okay, far as quality. That's and, 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 and I can see that. I can say that. It does, say, it that. does say this. This, I think um, as a Marvel fan, I'm beginning to recognize the lacklusterness of, of Marvel Oh, movies. just now? No, not just now, but like, <laughs> But like what has happened over the past, like especially with COVID, since COVID, right? You know, um, or since we do, since we Honestly, started just, seeing more and more Marvel things, especially with the well, I mean, stuff. I think you, if you, the two biggest high profile things they put out so far, um, I'm sorry, that no, what we've gotten post COVID is Loki. No, oh, I'm sorry, uh, is um, Wanda is WandaVision, WandaVision. uh. Loki, uh, Falcon, Winter Soldier, Black Widow, What If, and now this. This is six projects. And like you and I loved Loki, okay? Thought Captain, uh, thought Falcon and Winter Soldier was kind of mediocre, like doesn't stick its landing. There's some great stuff, but- It yeah. doesn't, you, we're outliers in the WandaVision world where I, I and uh, me maybe even more than you because I- I disdain that fucking show. <laughs> I disdain that. And fucking I didn't like show. it. I disdain <laughs> that show with the with the fiery heat of a thousand red suns. There was nothing funny, romantic, or interesting about it. I don't care what anyone tells me. Okay, but the most previous one was was Black Widow, and you and I were talking about Black Widow, where I've noticed I'm I'm echoing a lot of the same sort of sentiments. I'm saying. I love what I said to Black Widow was I love so much about it, but I didn't I did I didn't like this movie. I've had to backtrack a lot of my feelings on Black Widow. In know? terms of that it was in, in, it, like, not as good as you thought. Not as good as I thought. Yeah, you watch you it know? again and it's a little and it's but it still has that Marvel yeah. issue of it's not a horrible movie. No. It's not like but it's like But I will this say was with, better than with, I think yeah. this was better than Black Widow. There's a lot for me to explore and to chew on with this movie, mm-hmm. you know. Um because and I'm excited. Like Simu seems to me um like I know him from uh, from a uh, like a popular, Canadian sitcom, popular yeah. Canadian sitcom called Kim's Convenience. It's funny. It's not like the funniest thing in the world, but he's very charismatic. He's got some great. He, I think he's going to have a very yeah, and good that and that out. is I think if nothing else, even if my issues with this movie are what they are, and again, I'm not recommending someone not see it. I say go see it. I think it, I think you will have a good time. Even with my issues, even with thinking Simu was a Simu was a little bland. I thought the right, some of the, he's got it. He can, like, I, I saw that and I was going like, if they play their cards right, he could be an Evans type in the MCU. 
Like, he could be a Captain America-type character. And what's interesting is, is that I think they may be going into an area like this. The second they were like, Shang-Chi is going to... Because let's be honest here, as much as I love Iron Fist and everything and think Iron Fist is a character that you can put him next to a Hulk or whatever... He's still a few ergs below those type of characters, your Thors, your Hulks, your Silver Surfers. While Shang-Chi with the rings in this movie isn't maybe Silver Surfer or Thor level, I could, and I could see him beating the Hulk. I could see him hanging with MC Hulk, yeah. MCU Hulk. I could see him like fighting some of these other characters that you would think like he's got to be way out of his league and going like, no, what they've done with him, the versatility of that weapon and his abilities. And that's the thing. He could like, there's, this is also something very interesting to note about Marvel. This as a production is so much a full on MCU thing in this sense. Here we have a character that the mass audience had no idea about. That for the most part, this is while inspired by Shang-Chi from the comics, could also easily be called in name only. And they may have created something completely different and tangential to what Shang-Chi was in the comics. And it's successful. And you could take that version of the character and do like, like I said, Ed, you, Ed, you could make Shang-Chi a cosmic character. You could have, say, you could and, make him the Green Lantern type of this world. And they've kind of world. done that in the comic books, right? And they've, brought, they've roped him, Shang-Chi, about like, They've made him into an Avenger. Ago. They gave him yeah, this, yeah. this power where he can multiply himself. <laughs> it, this, but see, they didn't have the Commander and Connection thing. And right. that's the, I think that is the key that made them like go like, oh, we can, next time the Avengers have their lineup and Shang-Chi is part of it, no one's going to say, because again, what's, what's the, everyone shits on Hawkeye. Cause they're all like, Oh, it's just the guy with arrows. <laughs> this is the normal guy with arrows out here. With these guys firing rave blasts and gods with hammers and shit. And so I think they were like, we can't do that. The Shang-Chi let you've made him in a character that like he, he could fly. He, he was practically flying with the rings, yeah. you know? So it's like, okay. And that's totally, that is nothing like the comics. The MCU has now, its roots are much more away from what the books were uh, than they've ever been before. And this is a very perfect example. How much of the books have you read? I've read some of like the collected versions the when collected I was versions. back in high school. Right. Um, is, the is, Galassi- it, is, is it good reading or not so good reading? I think you got to take a lot of grain of salt with a lot of the, you know, Asian stereotype stuff. Yeah. The fact that like uh Starlin, like he was, his skin was very yellow. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, okay. You know. I, and not, yeah, but also, but you know, that's also, you can't necessarily blame that on Starlin no, or, no, or no. Galacy or those guys. Cause here's Ed as a, as a Hispanic. All right. Um, I love me some Jose Delgado, <laughs> AKA gangbuster from Superman comics. But if you have ever looked, if you are a Superman fan and you know who I'm talking about, Go to your trade paperbacks. Look at <laughs> at what Jose Delgado's coloring was. And he is a, he's he's like, oh, he's a non-white. Okay, well, what's his skin color? Going to be? I don't know. Let's make it like a rosé. <laughs> you know, you know all those all Hispanic brown, people brown, with red you know. skin? <laughs> okay, what is it they didn't have? So I can't blame, but it, it's, it is much more in that sort of like international espionage, man of mystery. It's very, it's biting a lot of James Bond type stuff mm. in, in, in many ways. Um, it really does want to be just Enter the Dragon, the comic. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. 
Uh, but this is not why where this character. Just... <laughs> I just whip why out a, just... a, a Maculon ring and, you know, destroy and... the guy. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> um, uh, just take a 45 and bang, bang, settle it. <laughs> I I I don't uh I don't know where they're going with this but they did by the end of it I got to say I liked Aquafina's character. Like I was very surprised hey. that I wanted to see more of it, that she wasn't grating. She wasn't no. like uh they made her, and they didn't do the 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 we see it from a mile away let's make these two a couple. Now you have a very interesting theory, which is that they're setting her up as a Rick Jones type of character for the MCU, which I love. If well, the simple fact that Wong is like picks and is like, "Oh, you come too," what? and is like, "Why am I here?" and I'm going like, "Wait, what's happening?" Yeah. And like that was the that was yeah, the, what made right. me go Rick Jones because I'm going like, and of course the fact that the Abomination isn't here, and then you know you yeah. got Banner showing up. Um, Somehow Wong is like. Well, you know, look, I, I look at the timeline here and <laughs> Katie is right here. Oh, damn. She's turning into some kind of cosmic, cosmic, this intrigues me. Well, 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 Steven, well, well, well is, I think, I think we also don't have do to, what you're going to do. I think Steven. we also have to go over the fact that we know that Wong was there in this movie and this movie is taking place somewhat concurrently with the Spider-Man movie. Mm which isn't out yet, yeah. you know? But we have seen the trailer. We're now, okay, really so discuss. let's, let's uh, wrapping it all up here, like I said, we're going forward with this character who I think is well-established. Even if I'm not like gaga over this movie, I think Simu is really good. They're on, they're onto something and they got to play they their could, cards. Yeah, right. I wish, and I hope that they unleash him a little more, um, both comedically and with some of the drama because he, he's good at both. He did both of those in that movie pretty good. I kind of want to see. I I hope my prediction for her actually comes true. I would like the the way this character. Like, I was worried this was going to be Darcy from Thor. Oh yeah, and instead it was like, <laughs> first off, this character that she had had self awareness, which is something that Darcy Lewis does not have. In the that character is not written with any self awareness. She this character, I was like, oh my god, this character has an inner life, which you know is a rarity sometimes in an MCU movie. Her her hopes, her dreams, her resentments, all this other stuff. That what you said, the the fact that it's like, you know, oh, you're I'm being judged by everyone around me, my Chinese people, the American culture. That's and I could I could I totally would accept her in an Avengers movie as the complete total. I'm just the average I'm person just, here. <laughs> I'm just the average person here who is dealing with all of this nonsense. For Chang Chi itself, where where do you where would you like to see them go? I already said like I what I want for that sequel. You downgrade. You really? give us the 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 Bruce exploitation. Really? You're going that way. Why right? not? Because I mean it's like take a break. Take a break from the cosmic stuff, right? And it's not like we haven't seen that before. You know, oh captain, he's he's just saved earth from from the from from the Chitari, right? Oh, and guess what the next movie he's just having um he's got espionage. Yeah, he's espionage, yeah. right? Why not, you know? Give him mm. a Bruce a Bruce exploitation type of movie. Without making it feel like it's exploitation, you know, we're not the exploitation, right? I, you know what, I could see some sort of thing. Grittier. Well, you know, with the way it ends with the sister in charge of this organization, and there you go. You now, know, here's the, I could see that that being a thing. Maybe she wants. Maybe there's some project she's working on. It's just the, like the, the natural. Rings. The natural arc of most heroes are that you know what happens when you take away their power. Right. Okay. You gotta, what, yeah. Right. You know, like what happens? So okay, you have a story where oh, he's lost his rings. 
Like, uh? name, like, like, but see, see, here's the thing. And he just whips out nunchucks. <laughs> Who doesn't want to see that? <laughs> I, I think, see, I think that, the, that they've, they've laid their chip down on the cosmic st- yeah, stuff. Yeah, I, I know. Which you get, which you I never don't know, but you never know. I mean, if you give him, like, let's say, you know, a director who, who's a, a real fan. And I don't, again, I don't know this guy, Dustin. Right. But yeah, someone who really wants to make a right. really good martial arts movie. Really, yeah. You saying. know, uh, I, I would see, I think that it, they have put him in an interesting place where I could see him showing up in many other things. Yes. Especially because, again, that end, that end credit sequence, which is much more tied into the deeper MCU. So we got Wong. Why is Wong acting as a recruiter? Where is this going? No, seriously. Suddenly, suddenly. Well, the benefits are pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the, uh, the, uh, the immortal city of Camartage. I mean, you know, it's great, but they don't have a 401k. <laughs> <laughs> and what did your father always tell you, Ed? <laughs> Get a good civil servant job. <laughs> <laughs> One last question. What is the greatest martial arts scene in Hollywood history for you? And I think I think I know. I want to hear yours say. first before I, before I judge. Uh Chuck versus Chuck versus Bruce. Chuck versus Bruce. I boom. Chuck versus Bruce. That's, and the, and the that's so it's cliche, but it is It's still great. Between that and like him versus uh, um um you know um Lakers, um, um oh, a cream. But for me, it's Chuck versus Bruce. It's Chuck versus Bruce. Because of the cinematic nature and how it was filmed and everything. Mm. You know, the pacing, the timing of it, you know, down to the And it's the not- drum, it, the and, cat, and the, the It's cat. a little bit bullshit. It's a little yes, bit bullshit. But- It's not as crazy as what these scenes would become later on. Correct. Like those, it's a, it's a long fight, but those guys get hurt- and yes. they and they are very damaged, and it isn't like he can. It's like if Bruce knows if he gets punched by by Chuck, it's over. Chuck knows if he gets punched by Bruce, it's over. And when they do get now, hit, you see the blood, you see them like worrying yeah, with their no, arms and everything, getting you know. Um, uh, um, between that and um, Drunken Master, Drunken Master Two, yeah, that's uh, whatever. You know, like man, it's Bruce versus Chuck is it's in so its essential. simplest form. It's essential. It's yes. essential, right? In yeah. its simplest form, and I would love to see an updated something version like that? Of that with Simu in it. Okay, who would his Chuck be? You know what I'm saying? It's like who you and and that that's a very Brock something Lesnar. that many something that is never that hasn't been done in a long time. There are you know what the problem is, is that we don't produce martial arts stars the way we used to. That's true. So like Simu has now because it's Marvel, he's now a superstar. Who and a white and a gone? I have to go. It's got to be a white dude. Like it's got to be, <laughs> you know. And it's a shame. Devil. You know, it's a kind of a shame that uh, what's his face, um, GSP is uh, is Batrock. You know, yeah. Like uh, like uh, you could have had Simu versus uh, GSP, yeah. and that would have been like like I don't I don't know who I and and I don't know if I would go for in martial arts. I I you know, I think it would be cool to see because he's he's not a martial. He does. By now, he's been doing these movies for just so many years. But Mar- Statham? Mar- Marvel, Statham? Or maybe if you want to, if you want, if Marvel wants to turn um, uh, Irish, what's his face? Uh, Makata, oh, McGregor? M- Makata into, uh, McGregor into, into a star. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's, I think, uh, I think that they, this was a well, uh, they established this character well. I want to see him interact with more of the world. I almost think that he could be, like, getting back to what I said, w- what's going on with Wong? 
Strange's involvement in that in that next movie, the multiverse arc that we seem to yeah. be in the middle oh, of. That's another thing. So, like, yeah. I would, I, 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 I think sky's the limit. They, the, the, I, whatever issues I had with this movie, and again, I can't. I'm not saying it's bad. It just didn't sing for me. It's a good movie, and it's entertaining, and it has a lot of fun action, and it it looks. So, like, this is the other part. Uh, who would you say the director was again? Uh, Dustin Daniel Creighton. Creighton. Yeah, that guy needs to do more stuff for Marvel. Like, other characters. Well, like, after a way this, After this, he's definitely going to do more stuff for Marvel. Well, yeah, but I, I hope it's not just Shang-Chi. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, okay. I, like the, his action sequences um, with a slightly higher budget, even, I don't... Like, I... Ed, there's a part of me, as I was watching this... For whatever issues I had with it, I was looking at the direction, I was looking at some of the stuff, and I said, is this guy the new Russo brothers? Like, is it going to be like, he was given, he was given yeah, Shang-Chi, yeah, yeah. he gets to do Shang-Chi too, and then they're like, We're, the next Avengers coming up, right. you want to do it? Okay. I, I don't know, man. I, like, like he, the costuming, the, like the design, it was really, it was, it it was all super competently done, like super well done, even if it didn't like hit the heights I wanted it to. Um, I don't think we have much more else to no. say. Unless there's anything else you want to add on. Hey, you know, we have lots uh, of yeah, stuff Hold on, up. wait, wait, wait. Ed, Ed, we gotta, oh, yeah, yeah. what did your wife say? There was oh, some bit we, oh. we said we were gonna do, she damn said, it. She said something about like a uh, never ending story. Is that what she said? She said, is that the never ending story? <laughs> is this the never ending story? And then you said, no, no, I think you, she's not, she's not wrong. <laughs> Yeah, she's, dra- not, she's not wrong. She's not wrong. She's fighting a dragon on he top is, of a dragon. He is on the back of a of a beige dragon and again and not like just all super scaly. It is that sort of like he didn't he have like a little bit of fur too? He had a little similarity to Falcor. <laughs> just a little bit of similarity to Falcor. But there was something else. God, I, w- I wish we I, I don't know if it was that joke, but yeah. Uh, I, I want to close really quickly. Quick uh rest in peace, Sonny Chiba, Ed Asner, oh. Charlie Watts, and your guy, John uh Norm MacDonald. No. Which, which um, it, we were all... discussing a lot of uh, of who might we would dis- if we were going to have that on there. We yeah. could go into Norm. I don't want to. Next, uh, hey uh, Shang Chi, uh, <laughs> you know that's a it's a movie about fighting, right? <laughs> see, that's yeah, the, see, the problem is Ed. Ed here, Ed's has a semi passable Norm. <laughs> it's not great, but it's like I know who he is, but. You never, you always tell you what's, out. You I'll never tell you have what's, a joke. It's always just. I'll tell you what's passable. This podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Through my colon. I don't know. Um, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> hey, uh, what are you going to do about it? Uh, asshole. <laughs> John, John, I know. Well, again, I don't want to get gonna do into a show? Are we going to do a Norm show? Come on. We got it. We're not doing a Norm show. Yes, we are. <laughs> I will pull I rank I, this time. I think you were. Wow. You, I see. That's a. You, for all the things that you could be like, guys, you I'm, said I couldn't have DBZ. <laughs> you said I couldn't have the office. A man could only take so much. <laughs> I had to go to Texas. <laughs> I had to go to Texas and back and I'm still alive and I tested negative. Again, we, we, we want to, we, we want to come back with you with more content. Uh, lots of stuff coming out. Again, A lot like, of things we have. 007, we, uh, you know, He-Man, Transformers, What If, Cowboy Bebop, Dune, Star Wars Visions. too much. The Sandman, Hawkeye, No Way Home. And it's just going <sighs> to keep on And it on just continues. And hey, that's not uh, going, that's not getting into a thousand other like side project. Foundation on Apple TV. Hey, Miguel, I mean, it's just, just, oh, and Ted Lasso. We, no, we're not doing we're Ted Lasso. We have a lot in uh, common. We, we both have uh, podcasts. 
but I'm dead. <laughs> I don't even know who you're doing. Who are you doing? That was a terrible norm. <laughs> That's yeah, that was a terrible norm. Um, but yeah, so we have a lot of stuff coming up. Uh, thank you, everybody. I hope everyone is staying safe and sane out there. Well, we're closing now. Yeah, we gotta look. Look, I got one message for everybody. Well, I just got here. Until next time. No, man, listen, no. I got a message for everybody out there. Get the jab. All right, get the jab. Mm, get yeah. the vaccine. Mass up. Go get the jab. And we will, uh, we'll be able, you'll be able to see my beautiful face in the theaters one more time. Maybe I'll be Mephisto. Maybe I'm Galactus. I don't know. <laughs> I talked to Kevin Feige and he said, uh, I don't got anything for you. Until <laughs> next time. Till we continue. Hey, thanks for listening to To Be Continued. The Family Podcast. Please check us out at www.tobecontinuedofamilypodcast.com. You can also be found on Twitter, Facebook, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify.